Welcome to another episode of Football 360. Once again, I'm your host, Kareem Timbers. Very excited to join you on this Wednesday evening as we head into week nine of the college football season and week eight of the NFL season. Uh, College football is exciting as ever this time of year. A lot of teams taking form uh, as we get ready for the college football playoff to start a week from this weekend. A lot of big matchups this week are they're going to have be key indicators on next week's college football playoffs. So let's go ahead and get started with our top 25 picks and teams for week nine. Starting with number one, Georgia. We have the world's biggest cocktail party. University of Georgia at number one is going against the Florida Gators. Yes, the Florida Gators started out swinging uh, with the big win over Utah at the beginning of the year. Have since then have... Uh, not played well, but this is an SEC matchup. These two teams know each other very well. Uh, Florida's going to play uh, Georgia pretty tough, but I'm going to take the Georgia Bulldogs to remain undefeated and be the number one seed going into the college football playoff next week. Then we have number two, Ohio State at number 13, Penn State. Penn State, obviously looking to bounce back after a tough loss at Michigan a few weeks ago. Um, it's going to be at Penn State, a great state in the play-in. Uh, Penn State has played Ohio State well the last few years, uh, but I'm going to take Ohio State at number two in a close matchup to go ahead and beat number 13, Penn State. Then we have number three, Tennessee. Yes, Tennessee is right there knocking on the door, coming off arguably their best season. Who knows when? Um, Hendon Hooker uh, is my favorite for the Heisman Trophy right, right now, the way he's led this team as a senior uh, transfer from Virginia Tech. These guys are playing well, but Kentucky, Wildcatcher cannot count them out. This is the must win for Tennessee. Kentucky is looking to spoil the party and get Tennessee out of the mix for the college football playoff. All right, so this is going to be a tough matchup. You got number three versus number 19, Kentucky. But I'm going to take number three, Tennessee, to continue to uh, show that high profile offense and play very well this upcoming weekend. I'm going to take Tennessee with the victory. Then we have number four, the Battle of Michigan. Number four, Michigan versus Michigan State. Yes, the Spartans have had a down year. Um, They've uh, showed signs of what they've done last year when they played really well, went to a nice bowl game and beat Pitt last year. But Michigan has ran about the Brenda ball down down team's throats week in and week out with Corm at tailback, Jim Hall ball, uh, doing what he does best, controlling the clock and playing smash mouth football. Um, I'm going to take number four, Michigan, to beat Michigan State. Um, I think it's going to be close early, but Michigan should pull away in the third, fourth quarter. So be in tune for this matchup. Then we have number seven, yes, TCU. Every week I've mentioned TCU Horn Frogs. They are steadily climbing the rankings, the college rankings nationally. They are number seventh right now. Um, they are at West Virginia. They're going to look for one of these Top teams from one through six to lose this weekend. They looked to get in that college football playoff. I think when it's all said and done, TCU might be the Cinderella team for the college football playoff this year. So you heard it here first. Uh, so I'm taking number t- seven, TCU to beat West Virginia this weekend. Then we have, yes, number eight, Oregon Ducks coming off an impressive victory last week against UCLA. Yes, I know I picked UCLA last week with Robinson. Um, UCLA's all-time passing touchdown leader, Passing Huntley, but Oregon has been on a run since getting embarrassed in week one against Georgia. They have been playing football 
Um, and they play Cal this weekend. So I'm going to take number eight, Oregon, to uh, win that matchup. Then we have number nine, Oklahoma State, at number 22, Kansas State. Kansas State coming off a disappointing loss last week to TCU. Oklahoma State's still in the mix. I'm going to take number nine, Oklahoma State, and uh, senior quarterback Sanders to lead the way there. Then we have USC. Yes, USC coming off a disappointing loss. Um, they're going to bounce back. Uh, they play at Arizona. So I'm going to take number 10, USC and Caleb Williams to lead the Trojans to victory. We also have another team right there, Ty. Wake Forest is right there, shared in the number 10 spot. They play at Louisville. I'm going to take Wake Forest to win that. Then we have number 12, UCLA. Yes, they did drop, as I stated. Uh, but Robinson and UCLA are going to bounce back. They have a vic- they're going to t- get a victory over Stanford this upcoming weekend. We also have number 15, Ole Miss. Ole Miss has been in the mix all season. Uh, they play Texas A&M. I'm going to take Ole Miss to win a close victory. We have Syracuse. Syracuse came out ready to play against Clemson last week. Uh, they had Clemson on, on the ropes, but let them off the hook. But I'm going to take number 16, Syracuse, who's playing very well behind their head coach, to beat Notre Dame this weekend. So be on the lookout for that. Yes, we have number 17, the Fighting Illini, the Illinois Fighting the line now here, uh, Big Ten Nation, they take on Nebraska. Illinois is ranked 17th in the country uh, behind head coach Brett Bilma. I'm going to take the fighting the line to beat Nebraska. Then we have number 20, Cincinnati at UCF. The Cincinnati Bearcats will win this matchup this weekend. We also have number 21, North Carolina at Pitt. I'm going to take North Carolina. And then we have number 25, South Carolina at Missouri. South Carolina is top 25. SEC's got quite a few schools in the mix, but I'm going to take Missouri as my underdog pick of the week and sleeper team of the week. Now moving over to NFL. Yeah, we had some great matchups this past week in the NFL season. Most notably, the Chicago Bears. Yes, my Bears finally showed up. I called them out. I couldn't get behind, you know, what I was seeing on TV week in and week out, and they finally played ball. Um, Probably the best game that they've played in all three phases in a few years on the big stage on Monday Night Football, beating the New England Patriots. As I stated, Bill Belichick is tied with the legend George House of the Chicago Bears at 324 wins, but the Bears couldn't let the Patriots and Bill Belichick beat the Chicago Bears on Monday night. Um, Justin Fields, this, as I stated before, this kid has a lot of talent. He has a lot of tools and some unique abilities that you just cannot teach. And with that being said, the Bears finally got a offensive game plan to showcase his talents, getting Justin Fields outside the tackle box where he's good, throwing on the run. Um, he was efficient. Uh, Bill, Bill Belichick didn't know what hit him. The running game was solid. Receivers catching some nice passes. And defensively, um, you got a couple of rookies, man. Uh, I got a uh, Brisker, a rookie out of Penn State safety. I think he's going to be a staple here in the Chicago Bears secondary for quite some time. Had a uh, went, went and climbed the ladder, had a great one-hand interception in that matchup on Monday night. We also have the other young rookie, Gordon, who's playing lights out. Shutdown corner out of the University of Washington. Him back with another healthy Jalen Johnson. And then Eddie Jackson looking like the old Eddie of young 
from back in the day, you know, now being challenged with some of the young rookies in the secondary, he's stepped up and doing what he needs to do. And then Roquan Smith, show me the money. This guy's played lights out, bet on himself, um, sack, interception, tackle for loss, over 12 tackles. He's leading that Bears defense. And then, yeah, yes, uh, we have Robert Quinn. Uh, sad to say, Robert Quinn was dealt today through waivers going over to the Philadelphia Eagles, which I'll get into here in a minute. But that Bears defense, man, and the other young rookie left tackle, um, Bra- uh, Braxton, this kid, um, is the Bears draft, I think he's going to be another staple in that Bears offensive line. Um, you obviously got a big salary cap next year if the Bears can just continue to thrive this season. Um, they'll be ready to go to get some weapons for Justin Fields at the offensive line and receiver position. All right, as well as the defensive line to help these guys out. But wanted to get started with that matchup. Such an impressive victory by the Chicago Bears. We'll go ahead and get started with the week eight week eight picks. Here, starting with the Baltimore Ravens. Yes, Thursday night football. We have the Baltimore Ravens at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Buccaneers, man, Tom Brady's playing at an all-time low right now. Obviously, he's got a lot going on off the field. I'm not going to get into, but I'm going to take the Baltimore Ravens uh, to get on track and beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in this matchup tomorrow night. All right. We also have Denver Broncos at the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Broncos are, are not playing well, as I've stated before. Jacksonville under Doug Pedersen. They will win the win the game this weekend. So I'm going with Jacksonville over Denver. Then we have the Carolina Panthers at the Atlanta Falcons. I'm going to take Marcus Mariota and the Falcons to beat the Panthers. Then we once again we have my Chicago Bears at the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys, man, Dak looked good in his first game back. You know, you wonder what's going to happen with the the, the surgically repaired thumb. He looked well. Uh, the the Cow- took the Cowboys to get a l- little bit into their uh, rhythm there, but they found a way to get a victory over the Lions last week. That's going to be in Dallas. Yes, the home of Jerry Jones. And I'm going to take the Chicago Bears on the road in a tough matchup to win. Obviously, Michael Parsons is the deciding X factor of this team of this game. So the Bears keep a similar game plan against uh, the Cowboys that they had against the New England Patriots. They will come out victorious. It should be a great matchup. So please tune in. We have the Miami Dolphins coming off a big win last week over the Steelers. Uh, Tua is back in action. They take on the Detroit Lions. The Lions lost their best receiver last week in the Amon Ross St. Brown to the concussion. I'm not sure if he'll be cleared for Sunday, but I'm going to take the Miami Dolphins and Tua to victory. Then we have the Arizona Cardinals at the Minnesota Vikings. Yes, Justin Jefferson is lights out. Cousins has played well. You've got Dalvin Cook, who's all pro in that defense at Minnesota. in Minnesota. I'm going to take the Vikings over the Cardinals. Then we have the Las Vegas Raiders at the New Orleans Saints. I'm looking for the Raiders to show some consistency. They ran the ball pretty well last week with Jacobs. I'm going to take the Raiders to get a victory on the road in New Orleans. We had the New England Patriots. Yes, they had a tough loss against the Bears last week. They also have a quarterback controversy situation going on. Mac Jones coming back off that high ankle sprain in week one, uh, went three and out twice. Then he had the interception. He was getting booed by his own fans in New England for Zappi. Zappi's the rookie out of uh, Western Kentucky. The kid threw 64 touchdown passes his senior year in college. The kid out of small town, Texas. He is their starter. You'd see how the team 
responded to him when he came in. He had 14 unanswered points on the Chicago Bears in a matter of four minutes before the Bears locked down on defense. All right. They take on the New York Jets this week. The Jets are rolling. Uh, but a, a sad, unfortunate injury took place last week. My guy, Brees Hall, man, the kid I, I like so very much. This rookie was going to be up for offensive rookie of the year is out for the year with the meniscus tear. Uh, but the Jets are still resilient on O-line, D-line. I'm going to take the Jets at home to beat the Patriots. Then we have the Pittsburgh Steelers looking to find some sign of life, taking on the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles, who, by the way, is not only the front runner, front runner in the NFL and Jalen Hurts front runner for league MVP right now, they also just add, as I stated, Robert Quinn, defensive pass specialist, a veteran at 32, still playing good football, uh, tied the Bears sack record last year. This addition of Robert Quinn, solidifies the Eagles into the Super Bowl as of right now. Yes, I said it. So be on the lookout for the Eagles. The Eagles should win that game pretty decisively. Then we have the Tennessee Titans at the Houston Texans. I'm going to take the Tennessee Titans and Derrick Henry and company to lead the charge. Then we have the Washington Commanders. Yes, coming off an impressive victory over the Packers last week. Every time I pick the Packers, they lose. So guess what? I'll pick them every week. But Washington, as I stated before, they have a Nice pass rush, even without Chase Young. And Chase Young is going to be back in a few weeks. Yes, he is. He's been cleared to start doing some some exercising and, and kind of getting that knee, knee, knee ready to go for his first game back. I'm going to take the Washington Commanders over the Indianapolis Colts, who obviously have made a change for Matt Ryan at quarterback. Matt Ryan's no longer going to be the starter the rest of the year. Uh, but, you know, something's telling me there's something going on off the field that they're trying to keep hush hush in the locker room. But he's no longer the quarterback. Esslinger, uh, the young kid out of Texas, is taking over for the Colts. I'm going to take Washington to win that matchup. Then we have the 49ers in new addition Christian McCaffrey coming off a disappointing beatdown they took last week to the Kansas City Chiefs. They take on the L.A. Rams. I'm going to take the Rams to win this matchup. Uh, the Rams, I've been waiting for them to get um, Allen Robinson more into the offense. I'm not sure what's going on with Matt Stafford and why he's not looking to get Allen Robinson in the offense. But that would help out a kid. Be a, he's a great key addition to that organization. They need to get him involved in offense. Then we have the New York Giants. Yes, the New York Giants are for real. They are ground and pound, smash mouth football. These guys are playing well in O-line, D-line. Saquon's back. Daniel Jones is looking like. Uh, a running back out there at the quarterback spot, and then they take on the Seahawks. Geno Smith has surprisingly played very well, which I'm impressed to see. Uh, I'm glad to see Geno doing well, but I'm going to take the Giants to get that victory in Seattle. And then we have the Packers, yes, at the Buffalo Bills. When you think, when you thought things could get worse for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers with that trash offensive line, they can't block a soul and um, no receiving core. And now you're going against the Buffalo Bills on the road with that defense. And now with Von Miller, psh, good night. This game, this game would be over in the first half. I'm taking the Bills to win big on that. And then we have on Halloween night, Monday night football, we have a special matchup to rivals, the Cincinnati Bengals at the Cleveland Browns. The Bengals have been showing some life the last few weeks, seeing Joe Burrow, Hook up with his favorite receiver since college at LSU. And, and uh, 
my man Jamar Chase. They take on the Browns who have struggled the last few weeks, not, not being able to get a win. Uh, they're desperately waiting for Deshaun Watson to get back. I'm going to take the Cincinnati Bengals to win this matchup. A lot of great matchups this upcoming weekend. Please tune in for the college football games as well as the NFL games. Until next time, I'm your host, Kareem Timbers, signing off at Football 360.